millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm still getting some feedback there. What? Not feedback. You know, that sort of... From your... Um, yeah. From your, from your... I think it's your phone on airplane mode. Uh, it's not... Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's still doing it. <laughs> I feel like you're telling me off. Nope. Like, I feel like... Talk to me like I'm a naughty child. Is it off yet? It is now. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, a podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. As always, I am joined in the podcast studio, which is in Great Torrington backstage... By the one and only, Mr. Daddy Ward. Really put this, really got this rig together here, haven't we? So, uh, you know, is it all sounding good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got, they, they've, they've lent us some microphones, some, some cables. Ca- yep. Pull out the old desk. You can do this anywhere. Look at this, so professional. Yeah. Yeah. So we're backstage, Great Torrington. We have been in uh, the West Country. Down at West Country, me lover. Back Danny's hometown territory. Home turf. Home turf. Um, Interesting. Yeah. The old. I didn't. I didn't really know much about the old Cornwall D- Devon, Devon divide. Rivalry. Yeah, I've noticed a few things since yeah. I've been there, especially with, with you. Because like, what was that? You. Well, well firstly, what I'd like to say is because we want to get this out tonight, let's not say anything controversial <laughs> that's going to get <laughs> that us in might, trouble. Yeah. So let's not go anywhere near the jam or cream on scones first debate. What's this? You don't know about the jam on cream on scones debate? <laughs> oh, Mark. The so, jam, on, yeah, the jam so, on cream? That's one of the big rivalries twixt <laughs> Cornwall and Devon. Do you not know about this? No. What are you talking about? You got messaged by somebody about that. I don't think you knew at the well, time. On, on Facebook? Yeah. They said something about scones. Yeah. So what it is, is... and I mean, is it scone? This is, this is, is it scone or scone down there? <sighs> I mean... I say scone. Yeah. Because I'm posh, and I? I say, yeah. Uh, I'm well, well I posh. Say, what do I say? Scone. <laughs> scone. But I don't. Again, this is this is this is the opposite of saying something non-controversial. But I think in Cornwall, I can't remember what I say. Oh, hang on, I've got no. It's gone. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. That one. You make a note that one. Um, don't open you battery me up. <laughs> oh um, well, you know you're like the cat that got the cream. <laughs> oh, that's jammy. Yeah, I was. That was. I was going to say that. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah. Of course you were, mate. It was a raisin to get there. I was raising to get there. Racing. I was raising. Let's just crack on. What were you going to say? I interrupted I was, you right. to do a joke. I do apologise. That's all right. Um, <laughs> I'm used to it now, mate. We've done about 
<laughs> 60,000 miles in the, in the car. What I was going to say is, is I think it, one of them, and I mean, I could have Googled this, but obviously we have to put our phones onto uh, airplane mode. Or it's I thought you feedback. would know exactly yeah, you because would, you're you? from Devon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's Cornwall. They put jam on first and oh. then the cream. Hang on, jam on first. And then the cream. Cream. Cream on scones. Yes, mate. It's cream tea, boss. Where's the... What, what, how, where, how far do we have to row back to... Butter. Where's butter go? No butter. No butter. Jam and cream. Oh, I wouldn't put cream on. In a cream, with cream you know tea. My, you know my feelings on any white, any white sauce. Sauce, yeah. But it's cream tea. It's not a butter tea. No, yeah. All right. And um, so, obviously, one of the uh, Devon or Cornwall like to put cream on first. The other <laughs> like to put jam on first. And it right. creates a white shitstorm. Does it? I mean, it's all the same, isn't it, when you put it in your gob and chew, but obviously <laughs> it's an age-old rivalry. But how's that become a thing, that one do it one way and one do Fuck it the knows, other? Mate. Well, I, I, I tell wow. you what, we'll look into it so you got, well, What happened? You got booed? Well, uh, not for that. I didn't get into the cream. No, I didn't want to touch it, mate. What happened? Oh, no, all you did was mention I said camping I went in camping Devon. in Devon, right? And people started booing, right? <laughs> and we and were I in said, Cornwall. And I said, Have been, uh, yeah, we were in Cornwall. It's in Austin. And I said, uh, anyone been camping? Uh, I went camping in Devon. Someone said, not in Devon. Because we boo, boo, Devon. And I said, oh, I, haven't, I haven't even told you that I'm from Plymouth yet. <laughs> and, uh, and I said, no, no, okay, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't camping in De- Devon. I was camping in Cornwall. Fuck it. Camping in Cornwall. Yeah. It's, you know, they talk about England, didn't they? Saying, going back to England. Yes, yeah, someone Cornwall. said to me, well, I'm I'm going back to England. Yeah. They said, yeah, when you go back to England. And yeah. I was like, I know. I'm, I'm not in England. Kernow, boy. Kernow, me lover. <laughs> Right. And, um, so, uh, yeah. And obviously, the other thing we had it was, it was a woman with a uh, very unusual laugh, didn't we? Do you remember? Oh, dolphin well, laugh. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally, like, <laughs> literally like, like, that sounds more like a horse. Oh. But it, do you it do wasn't. Impression? <laughs> oh, that's gonna, that's, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to deal with that in that's the more post, like a, mate. That's, <laughs> no. That's it. That's the one. You nailed it there. And apparently, she's a bit of a face <laughs> in the circuit. In yes, terms so we found of, out. We, we were talking with Kev Mudd. A voice in the circuit. Weren't we? we were talking to Kev Mudd yesterday. Yeah, comedian um, Kev Mudd. And uh, Tom, who is a promoter in... Yeah, uh, Rogers. Uh, Tom Rogers, who is a comedian promoter in, um, in uh, Newquay. And apparently, she's quite well known. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes a lot of, like, courage, if you've got that laugh, to keep... You like comedy, and she clearly loves it. Yeah. To keep going and know that she's going to be drawing all that attention. And to sit on, you know, the first couple of rows. Yeah. But I, she, was, she did it first when I was, and I said, oh, that's a you know, fun laugh. Yeah. I said, but, you know, don't feel embarrassed. Because, mm. you know, you, we almost said word for word the same thing. Did we? You know, like, don't, you know, just let it all out. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, but yeah. then you said something funny. You said, but obviously I now know. <laughs> when you don't like a joke. When you don't like yeah. a joke. Um, but luckily, that didn't, she was laughing the full way through. So, and it's so funny. The audience end up laughing at her. Yeah. But you have to kind of just not pay too much attention to it just let the audience get used to that as a noise because you can't have a go at someone for laughing no like it's, you want them to but like when someone's got a very di- this happens quite a lot oh, in different gigs it, where in Canterbury too there was someone Canterbury in the girl Bunky Gonkigan oh yeah we had this absolute crazy laugh yeah. like really out of the ordinary mm. and you can't do much about it because no. everyone's noticing it's it it's counterintuitive to tell someone off for laughing in a comedy club yep. turns out it's my mate's mum <laughs> It's my mate's mum. He came out afterwards and he was like, that was my mum. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's mad. I never heard her laugh like that. So when they all started booing me for, you know, for being from Plymouth, I said, listen, there's more that than, than unites us and divides us. I said, yes, start having a go at that woman with the dolphin laugh again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that's, that's, that is an interesting one of knowing how to control that situation because it, I've been, like, when less experienced and watch less experienced acts, it can actually throw a gig, completely throw it because it just puts you off and puts the audience off and the audience, when you do a joke, all they're doing is waiting for that laugh to yeah. happen. Yeah, it's very, very weird. So, um, so yeah, but we're having a nice time. We went to the beach. Went to the beach. Um, lovely time. I started in Exeter. Started in Exeter, this, little, started four, in Exeter. this little four gig run we've done. Yeah. Exeter, down to your St. Hostel. Yeah. To Newquay. Yeah. And now we're in Torrington great slash Torrington. Great Torrington. Great Torrington. Just trying to work out what great is about it. We'll find out um, tonight. We'll find out. Hopefully. Um, caught in a rainstorm earlier. Yeah. Um, caught, caught, caught in a rainstorm, but also at the same time, yeah, two days ago, sitting on a beach, basking in the sunshine. And I've always said about the West Country, beautiful, but you can't guarantee the weather. You have always said that. You're famous for saying that. Always saying that. So we've got some <laughs> things to talk about on the podcast. Can we talk about um, Colin from Accounts? Oh, yeah, we can talk about right. Colin from Accounts. So uh, can I tell the story? Right. About <laughs> okay, this? yeah. So we're driving. This is why we're driving from Exeter. <laughs> so I mentioned we're driving from Exeter down to um, St. Austell. And I'm, I've been saying to Mark, oh, you've got to watch Colin from Accounts. Really, really good. Explain what it is. It's a sitcom uh, from BBC. Australia uh, on the BBC iPlayer. Definitely worth checking out. It's brilliant. It's really, really good. And I don't think <laughs> I'm giving much away to say that it all begins. The meat cute, if you would, is when um, he hits a, a dog. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the dog's the, okay. The dog's okay. Yeah, hits a dog. Woman who who um, sort of distracted him, uh, and he hits a dog. They they get they sort of you know strike connect. up a, connect. They connect mm. right. So um, Mark goes, oh, I've just been watching, watched the first episode of Colin from Accounts. It's great. He goes, I love the way that they, um, they, they, uh, they go back in time later in the episodes. And you have to sort of, they have those little Easter eggs that only make sense when you watch later episodes. He goes, like, like, like you work out that actually the way they met is that he hit a dog. <laughs> and, and, and in fairness, when I went to look at Colin from Accounts on my iPlayer, it did start with episode eight. <laughs> I basically, I watched the last episode first and then went to episode two. I was like, oh, this is weird. They're going back in time. It's all starting making and, sense now. Yeah. And then, oh, I guess. And I was like, Mark, unless I've got this really, really wrong, mate. I don't know but I must say, it still works. It still works. That shows how good the quality is. It still all makes sense. It all, it's fine. it's the fact that you went from eight to two, not even eight to one. No. So you never saw the fucking dog. No, right I, and I was convinced you'd got it wrong. You, t- you told me that you see them hit the dog. I was like, mate, you don't see them hit the dog. And there's a reason why I remember them <laughs> seeing hit the dog as well, of course. Yeah, but you'll know that when you watch it. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, good show. Go check that out. <laughs> um, so I think it's... Let's talk about some jokes, shall we? Mm. Do you want to start or should I start? You start, Mark. I just, I just found a few jokes in my memories. This is just the... Well, that's interesting. But I found one in my memories from about six years ago, which is, uh, I, am I indecisive? Not sure. Turns out, Tommy Cooper joke. Yeah. Did know that. No, I thought I might have. Did you Google it to find out it was Tommy? Or when you stuck no, out? No, no. Did... My mate just messaged me saying no. that's like, almost, I, like, it, it, mm. he words it very differently. But it's the same joke. Yeah, just a bit of fun fact. Uh, great minds, I'd say. Do you know one of my favourite Tommy to- Cooper jokes is? What? He goes, um... Uh, he goes, a pipe a piece. He snaps it off and goes, piece of pipe. <laughs> <laughs> What's a pipe a piece? It's what um, Native Americans would smoke. I don't know if a that's... A piece pipe? A piece pipe, yes. But you, why would he say pipe a piece? Because it, 
because you'd call it also peace pipe would also be called a pipe of peace this is a, a pipe, pipe of, of peace pi- a pipe of peace and oh, he snapped okay. over piece of pipe <laughs> <laughs> that is good yeah he, oh, he's got some great ones what's the one where is uh, I put on a bet two to one came in 20 past three <laughs> <laughs> something like that brilliant um, and there's, there's another one I found from ages ago but this, would, this wouldn't work live because it's, it's a bit too sort of in industry I think but not much makes me angry but if you cancel my gig last minute there will be a comedian going spare yeah so just a pun on being very angry yeah um, can that, could that be is there a way to make that more relatable because but the public they don't really understand you know cancel gigs and then you haven't got work and like they're just not in that world so they don't so maybe it'd be like you get a cancelled reservation at a restaurant. There will be a, a diner going spare. Mm. Doesn't quite work because you wouldn't. Because you know, comedian going spare means yes, someone yeah, could yeah, book yeah, you yeah, for yeah, yeah, a yeah, gig, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So it has to be something that's cancelled. You're right. I know what you mean. You need to make it a bit more, maybe more universal. Maybe a, maybe a more more normal job. Would you get like if you're a plumber? If you cancel me for for a job. If, if, if well, last minute to come and clean your bo- come and unblock your toilet or oh, well, what if I make it that from my experience if I, w- I wouldn't cancel plumbers last minute or is there another word for plumber because uh, uh, there will be a plumber going spare because that because that, yeah. then you then you've caused the, yeah. which is funny if, if the, the plumber's having a go at you yeah so how would you say how would, how would you say that whole joke then if it was about a, um, a, if you cancel someone coming in to, what would you get a plumber for like if you cancel the guy coming to unblock your pipes at last minute with very short notice there will be a plumber going spare yeah yeah there is but would you then do you think that's enough and then would you go he was he was quite kicking me door down or I don't How many know. people know I mean, it's going not good, spare? It's not, I, I like the saying "going spare." I don't think it's a. I don't think it's common. I think it's quite an old-fashioned saying. Yeah, people oh, might be listening. It's not going knowing. spare. If someone went spare. It means they basically you know, lost their shit. Yeah, they? I don't think. It, I, to be honest, I don't know. I can't remember. Also, last time I heard this, it used. no. Is this a fun fact for the listeners as well who might not you know uh, know? Is that in the old days of jonglers? It sounds like the last days of the Roman Empire. This now, yeah. but they used to have comedians. On spare. It used to be called spare. Being, yeah, on Can spare. Can I book you on Can a spare? And, and basically what it meant is that you'd turn up at Camden Jonglers and you'd have to turn up for showtime and about half past eight, when they realised that, that everyone was in the Camden Jonglers, you got sent out. Oh, I didn't know. But, so the idea was is that you, they, they booked two comedians, so if there was any of a gap so anyone got ill, they could send you off. So you so, got so, up to Watford? Yeah, up or... to Watford or, or where, 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 where were they? Birmingham or wherever like this. And you'd get rung and say, right, we're going to use you today. And you right. had to go and fill in. But if you weren't being used, they asked you just to go and wait in Camden. Just, I guess so, if anyone in Camden... Oh, I didn't realise that. I thought you just had to be in the London vicinity. Right. You had to go to Camden. Well, I think... Well, me- they never actually asked me to do that because they always wanted me on the uh, main bill all the time. Oh, right. Get that. I mean, you're <laughs> getting paid not to gig. Oh, that's great, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're so bad. You know, when you say it out loud, <laughs> when you say it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. And also, no wonder jonglers went bust. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> paying, people, paying people not to perform. I wonder if it all actually added came. You know, junglers ended up owing people loads of money. Uh, yeah. Do you reckon <laughs> that actually probably all evened out for all the money they they paid to people to be spare? Well, no, because I think I was spare once, and they owed me about two and a half thousand. But uh, yeah, they owed me a lot of money too. Anyway, um, so I'm not bitter though. Have you got any bits you want to talk about? Well, we I. Oh, there's your thing about my ant piece. Your ant, your ant piece. Basically, we've got it's a not nice one line of this. We've got no. We've got. Well, it is a line of ants. 
Um, we've got one. Let's write that down. Uh, basically, you've got a fun idea, mm. but we but we don't know how to make it out. funny yet. But so maybe the listeners can help. So what happened is uh, a while ago now is that I um, knocked over my sugar bowl, uh, or it's like it's a, it's a it's a closed container. Mark my sugar. Yeah. I now lo- no longer buy sugar. Cost of living crisis. Do you know what I do? Um, oh, it's quite oh, obvious. Yeah, go to McDonald's. Go to McDonald's. Uh, Pratt. I pay him yeah. thirty pounds a month. I think I'm, I'm owed free sugar, <laughs> so I just help myself to the to the to the to the sugar sachets. That's, that's pretty sweet. And um, uh, hang on, clang. Oh no, that's the wrong one. What was and, it? Uh, it said clang, but I wanted a boom. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> yeah. And um, it, so I spilt this sugar, right? Yeah. Cleaned up most of it, I thought, with a dustpan and brush. Anyway, the next day I wake up, and there's this like fucking hundreds of ants in my. Right. Kitchen. Now, it's a new build flat. It's not like the kitchen's anywhere near the entrance to the outdoor space or anything. No. And I was like, where the fuck are these ants come from? How do it, they know? They must, have, they must smell it. But I just, there's no explanation really from how they got into the kitchen area, right? Yeah. But that's not the thing. When I saw these ants, I went and got an ant trap. And you place it down between where they're going from the sugar to wherever they're going back to their house in between yeah in between and what you put sugar in the trap well no you don't have to put anything in it it's already preloaded with, with what? the oh okay with it's, the, it's, it's oh. poisoned food mark oh. so what they do is they go in there they eat the food but it doesn't kill them dead straight away they then return to base camp oh, this is dark yeah yeah they return to base camp and then they they then f- poison every all the other ants and that's what does it and oh. so i did this and it worked really really effectively yeah I feel like after I killed this fly last week on the show, <laughs> yeah. when I was on stage, I'm sounding like <laughs> a murderous insect bastard. But and and I, you know, all these and it, and it worked really, really quickly. Yeah. And I just thought, four, that's pretty savage, really, when you think about it. That mm. all those were doing were were feeding their friends and family. And yeah. I just without instinctively, if thinking, anything, they were just cleaning up. As, after I, you. And then you said that also, they were just helping me clean up. And yeah. I instinctively, you know, <laughs> douche, fine brimstone on them. Yeah. So I was thinking, and that's just ants just going about their daily business feeding their friends and family. So if you pull focus and you zoom out from the planet, then eventually we just become like ants. Yeah. So if I was the higher being of the ants, the god of the ants or the, you know, the, yeah. the, 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 the mother Nothing. nature of the ants, well, if we zoom out from the planet and we see what we're doing to the planet, not just feeding our friends and family, we're, you know, um, we're not army. Even, we're the opposite of cleaning up. Yeah, opposite of cleaning up. Destruction, environmental disaster, catastrophe. Yeah. I think, well, what would, what would they do to us? They would create something that wouldn't initially necessarily hurt you, but when you went back to your home, spread it to other people. Right, like COVID. Like COVID. Right. So that's, a f- <laughs> so that's what we've got so, so far. So can you just make that funny, please, listeners? And uh, I pay three pounds per joke, uh, ad infinitum. Not ad infinitum, I mean um, in, in perpetuity. So you could, yeah, you've just got to... It's an interesting idea. Even if it's not c- comedic, <laughs> it's an interesting idea, isn't it? That I was just so quick and easy to kill these poor buggers. Yeah. And you know, so what would happen to us? Because mm. mm. what, what, yeah. There we go. Over so, to you. So I've got about four <laughs> weeks to knock that into shape for the Edinburgh show. But as we know, up in Edinburgh, they love a bit like that without a yeah. punchline. Yeah. So, you know, talk about the environment and everything. Yeah. So any ideas, please do, you know... At Jokes with Mark or at Danny Ward Comedian. Just any way you can. Don't, don't care how they get here, just get here <laughs> if you can. That's good. That was very... That's a nice, nice idea. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, going from your good ideas uh, to a regular feature on this Tour Uh-oh. Talk podcast of Silly Things Danny Does. Right, Silly Things Danny Does. So what have we got here? I've got a list. We probably won't get through them all. Did no. we cover you forgetting your jeans last yeah, time? Yeah, because I want. We forgot to mention the fact that forgot my jeans oh, yeah. twice. Borrowed them off me. Borrowed them off you for for when we were in um yeah uh, uh, when we were up in um, we, up and then Dublin. we and then we posted about it online yeah. and yes. then the next gig we come to in Newcastle we turn up we get handed um, a gift bag um, by the staff and none other than Jan long term listener. Yeah. And who was at the gig? She bought me a pair of jeans. Beautiful pair of jeans. Fit. Well, she asked, she asked me on, on, on what size you were. Thank you, large. Long. I, <laughs> <laughs> long, long, long. And I thought it was just a funny little quirky yeah. thing to ask. Yeah. But then she bought these jeans She even for put you. the receipt in the pocket if I wanted to take them back. Oh, uh, but I didn't nice. warm on the stage. He has taken them back. He's got the money. Yeah. <laughs> Gift voucher. <laughs> so, and then yesterday we did a gig, two days ago, yeah. in St. Austell, and... Duncan Simmons, no relation, uh, bought us some pasties. Yeah, really good heft. Lovely. Yeah. Hand crimped, <laughs> really, really good ingredients. Yeah. Not, not greasy. Um, <laughs> Cornish pasties. Beautiful. So, I mean, I, I'm, getting, I'm getting a taste for this, Mark. <laughs> People bringing gifts to shows. <laughs> okay, so that's so we've covered you forgetting so your jeans. So thanks, Jan, and thanks to um, Duncan. Um, so here's a little one. Uh, we're coming out of a Toby Carvery, and uh, Danny decides to climb a gate. <laughs> to get because yeah. we couldn't find a way I out. It was a fence. And then I just opened it straight <laughs> afterwards. That's just a little thing. Um, what about when you went? You went to get some snacks from Tesco, and I was I was backstage. Where were they? I can't remember where we were. And uh, you went to Sainsbury's, and you came all the way back, and it wasn't until you got into the venue that oh you yeah. realised yeah fuck I, I, I had the um, shopping basket under you, my arm. You still got the shopping basket <laughs> so, empty because I had all my, all my goods in the bag, and I it, it was. It must have been a quarter of a mile, Mark, right? And as I'm walking down, this is in Glasgow, and I'm walking down the road, and people are looking at me, and I'm thinking, I'm being recognised. It's <laughs> happening! <laughs> and then I got back You're into just the... just a madman with, a, with a, a venue. Shopping trolley And I looked arm. down, the shopping trolley was still under my arm, and I thought, oh, that's why. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so funny. Uh, took it back, though, didn't you? Took it back. Took it back. 
Um, Every little helps. How, how long have we done? I just wanted to see how... We've done 21 mins. 21 mins? Okay, we've got a few more That's of these. 21 good mins. Um, what about when the uh, audience member complimented you on your Macho Man Randy Savage wrestling shirt? Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> it's trying to find. I remember that was Huddersfield. So I had a Randy Savage wrestling t shirt, and the bloke goes, Oh, I just wanted to say I really like your wrestling t shirt, Macho Man Randy Savage. And we went, Oh, yeah. I said, Thanks very much. I said, Actually, me and Mark have got tickets to go and see Money in the Bank. It's a big wrestling event that's happening um, in the O2 in a couple of weeks. And he went, Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you found one of you. And you just didn't grow up and just walked off. Backfired. Yeah, more pasties, <laughs> less of that. <laughs> Um, oh, the other thing I, I was going to talk about was I posted a video from one of my gigs in Australia at, and it was when, um, and you said we should talk about it on the podcast because it was when a couple got up and started dancing in front of me. Do you remember? Yes. They, they basically, I asked them what their hobby was and hers was like salsa dancing. Yeah. And then the guy next to her just got stood up and pulled her up and then they just yeah. started dancing in front of me. And there's very little you can do no. when that happens. Did any of the audience think they were a plant? No, I don't think so. Everyone thought it was very weird. Yeah, because as it was happening, you must be thinking to yourself, I've got this on video. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Oh, this is, is going to oh, go. Oh, I'm going to milk this here. This will get some but views. But isn't that fucking nuts? Yeah, yeah. Like who, but people are mad, yeah. aren't they? Like not all people, but no. there are people who are mad. Like, just do... Shall I tell you what that is? This is why I don't like venues where you're on the same level as the audience. So like with that one, it was rake seating and the bottom chairs were on the same level as the, as the mm. stage. There was no stage. Um, like, like tonight. Like, like tonight. <laughs> like, generally, like art centres tend to have it. But the trouble with that is you don't have any instant authority. And also, if they're literally on stage with you, if they stood up, they're on stage. Yeah. So if there was a proper stage there, that wouldn't have happened. No. Couldn't have happened. And a similar thing happened last night at a gig. We, it was in a venue that wasn't like a normal theatre for the tour. It was, it was what, how would you describe I, it? I'd probably describe it as a cafe slash bar. Yeah. So they, we were just, okay, so it wasn't them coming to our gig. It was us putting a gig mm. in, 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 this, in the cafe. Do you know what I mean? It's, so they were sitting probably two foot from me on the same not level. even two foot mate i'd say closer and they would not stop yeah. chipping in because and all, like and also the um there was no no blocking the sunlight out the daylight so so it just felt like it, it felt like doing a gig in your living room it was it, it, so pe- i think just people in that situation they just feel like they're they're free to just do what they want and there wasn't one so i've got a few bits in my show where it requires quite a long kind of focus yes for the payoff yes and not it's, I think this might be the first one of the tour where I couldn't get through any of those bits no. without them chipping in no who did we have so we, we had um, <laughs> we had uh, a man I stood up he was stood by the side yeah very uh, nice man yeah really nice bloke built like a brick shit house. yeah who when Mark asked if he had any hobbies said martial arts kickboxing yeah didn't he and um, when you were doing one piece he Kept, uh, one of the long pieces, he, he said kept, something. Yeah, he kept chipping in, yeah. didn't he? And then there was another one. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit where it needs silence. And, yeah. and he just, some people just cannot sit in silence. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then, of course, um, the guy, the chap on the front, and it didn't do much for the old uh, Devon Cornwall um, rivalry that they were on the front from oh, Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were from Plymouth. If they'd said that innocent hostel, they would have got booed. Yeah, yeah. Without doubt. But whatever they said, the audience weren't giving them anything. It was, it was one of those things where people kept chipping in, and the way they were chipping in, they were chipping in like it was going to get a laugh. Yeah. That was the, the, but it never did. So all it did was make it awkward, and then I had to dig the gig out of it and then get it up again. Every time. And it, he kept apologising. He kept apologising. And then not stopping chipping in. Yeah, but with apologising. So he chipped in. He said, I'm so sorry for sort of chip, basically saying, so, I'm yeah. sorry for, for talking. But he kept on saying, I'm sorry for talking, which he's talking. Yeah. And then there was another piece where um, someone laughed. And again, it's that counterintuitive thing. If you can't tell someone off for laughing, but yeah. she did it just at the moment where you were going to... Back to the reveal. Reveal of yeah. what you so just So she laughed at the doing. setup. Yeah. Which threw the river. Yeah. And, and then there's another woman that could not, just needed so much attention. And that, I, Well, can I, we I, talk about, you know, your, you know uh, hobbies is, you know, you're well known for asking people what their hobbies yeah, are, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not, we're not giving away from the show to say that you do your yes. hobby thing in the room, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this woman at the back who was clearly... Because I tend to do it with the people at the front. Yes. So she felt like she needed attention. Yes. And so she shouted out her hobby was masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just... But without being asked. No, no. So you had to deal with that. Yeah. And, I mean, and <laughs> she, she was pretty, she was um, right at the very last. So I'll tell you what happened with that as well. I, with her, she looked like she didn't get what was going on yeah. at all for the whole show. And, she, <laughs> and basically, what I think happened was, with this particular gig, it was very last minute put in. It was like, it was like a, it was put in between other shows that we got booked. And we were meant to be in another venue and that fell through. So we went here. Um, and everyone there at the venue, lovely, really nice people. But I think there was a bit of miscommunication. And some people came because they thought it was just a comedy night. Yeah. So the trouble is, when I go on and, and I do my one-liners, if you're not tuned in for one-liners or you don't understand one-liners, which is a thing, people just don't get them yeah. sometimes, you have to sit through an hour of yeah. getting for something that you don't understand. Yeah. So, so she, I think she was playing up and she kept drinking and she wasn't really, she kept walking out and she just didn't really know what was going on, did she? Well, I clocked her that she wanted to go to the bar and I said to the guy, I said, look, just tell her there's just 10 minutes left. Right. She yeah, can go yeah, to the bar yeah, then, yeah. but then she wandered out to the outside bar, I think. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, we all know, look, one-liners aren't for everybody. Mm. And if you're in a club setting, you're going to see a 20-minute set, but that's the thing. You Something else is coming up next, it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you basically, you made us sit for a whole fucking hour of it. Yeah, and, and also you, not like a club set, because there's loads of little Yeah, but it's, it's all, it's, it, there's an element of it being a one-man show. Especially yeah. when really, beforehand, for me, it's just been a meat and two veg sort of stand-up set yeah, in some yeah. ways. Yeah, so that, if they thought they were coming to comedy night, that's what they were getting straight off the top. But yeah, they didn't, like she had no idea that I was what, doing a What tour. I'll say is, is that normally um, uh, backstage when you're on, normally I'm not in the audience. I'm either, I'm backstage, I'm writing my Edinburgh show. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sort of, you know, flicking through some social media, all those sort of bits, but you're eating not, a pasty. You're not watching, you're not listening to my I'm show. I'm listening, listening on the, on the intercom ev- to every single word. <laughs> But I sure picked, because it was in a cafe setting and I had a couple of friends there and Kev Mubb was there at the bank. Yeah. I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'll sit and watch this one. Yeah. And boy, did I pick a hell of a one to watch. Because yeah, no. I, I was all the way through it. I, was, I almost was just thinking, I can't wait for this to be over. Because <laughs> get, get do you get nervous with someone? On, not nervous. I know you can handle anything, mate. But what I mean is you're, when people shout out, you're like, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Like, yeah, and every yeah, yeah. single one, I think you've got about four times where you just need people to do nothing. Mm. Got interrupted, <laughs> would it? 
because you know what I'm doing. Yeah. So you're, I guess you're on edge just the whole yeah, time, yeah, yeah. In, hoping no one and says I just anything. Bloody hell, cool. When I picked hell of a hell of a <laughs> show, show to watch. But it was, you know, I mean, it was it, it was a, it was a good show. Yeah, it was good fun. Bit you mad. just never know what you're going to get, do you? No, no. It definitely keeps you on your toes. This uh, this game. Mm. And now I'm uh, got a few days off now, and then we are going to. I can tell you where we're going to. We're going to Camborne. No, Wimborne. No, Wim- Wimborne. Wimborne. Camborne's in. Uh, court in but I'm going to have a nice few days off in uh, Falmouth. Falmouth on my own. Going to go down there. Have a nice chill. Write my Edinburgh show. Like the preview. I had another preview of my Edinburgh show. It's all coming along nicely. Great so stuff. I just feel like I need to. I've got quite a few notes down i just need to sit down and craft and try and uh, get them in shape so that i can go to a new material night and try them out usually i go to a five minute new material night uh, just to see if there's any elements of anything in anything and then add it into the the overall preview yeah. i've got quite a few of those coming up so if you want to see any of the previews uh, go to marksimmons.co.uk or the link in my bio on all my social media at jokes with mark and also we're still on tour and we're going to be on tour all the way through to christmas maybe even next year so have a look see if we're coming to a town near you uh anything more from you danny um uh nothing more for me uh mark um <laughs> you've you done this it. quite quick well you were you were pressing the button i didn't know what you were doing well okay um <laughs> when, i mean the music's playing now i can cut it out you know what i mean it's it's uh, i'm the jiggly pokery that i can to... do uh, in post-production will blow your damn mind how, how long do we need to fill now that's the one thing it hasn't got is a, is a, is a countdown timer so okay so you just expect about 30 seconds how really. are you going to indicate to me when i need to do um, my bit i'll probably just sort of give you a point Okay, nice. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, that sounds really good, Danny. So, in the meantime, do go and... Anything more from you, Danny? Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark? Nothing more from me, Danny. And remember, be Be more Gareth. Gareth. Hashtag Awooga. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.